we really impact our emotions through our body? Do we have any control over how we regulate our emotions? I mentioned before, and it's been my experience for decades, that we don't really control when emotions might come and the intensity they come, but we do have the ability to regulate our emotions and through cognition, which is in a previous episode, but also through our bodies. And you might wonder, well, is the expression fake it until we make it? Is it really true? And actually, there is psychological research that shows that, yes, it is possible that through our body, we can impact our emotions and our inner conversations that we have and also the responses that we have. And the concern is really, well, if I fake it, does that mean that I'm not authentic? That I mean I'm keep increasing my false self? Yes and no. I think the idea is that we can actually be conscious. We can use our higher self in order to understand what we really want to do in terms of our responses. And then we act based on our values and who we really are in our higher consciousness and not in the moment when we are actually possibly triggered. So I will unpack today two interesting research done in psychology around this topic and how we can use our body in order to regulate our emotions. And I'm talking about also our day-to-day experiences and becoming a better person, the person that we really want to become. And if you don't know me, I'm Dr. Yuana Popa from Team for the Soul. And I love bridging science, psychology, spiritual care, and ancient Christian faith in order to help us continue to grow psychologically and spiritually and becoming the best human beings that we can in order to help others as well and continue to grow and impact this world will make it a better place. And without any further ado, let's dive in. I come from a country that it's Latin. I come from Romania. And in Latin languages and countries, it's very common that we can speak really passionate in such a way that we come across as being angry with one another or fighting when actually we're just passionately talking. We talk with our hands. You know, there's a lot of emotion coming through. And I realized, you know, this is kind of like the ocean I grew up with. I didn't make a lot of it. And when I came to America, you know, several decades ago, I realized that sometimes when I was talking, I was either frowning and being really concentrated. And all I experienced inside was just a sense of concentration. But people thought that I was angry. And that really puzzled me. And then I looked in the mirror and I'm like, yeah, I kind of look like really angry, but that was not my personal experience. And then, you know, through some soul searching, but also looking at communication and learning about nonverbal communications and all the different psychological research that's been done on emotions and a relationship with our bodies, I realized that that's probably a conditioning that I did not necessarily want to continue to pursue. And if that's something that you've experienced, just type in the chat. I'm really curious because I know that depending on the cultural, our cultural background, we will come across differently to people. And then when I was starting to teach AP psychology, I've learned in psychology in college, I've learned a lot about the research around this connection between emotions and bodies. I mean, it kind of goes without saying that, yes, when we feel strong emotions, it could be pleasant emotion of joy or excitement or falling in love, that our physiology, our way our body is 
expressing is going to change. And the same goes for more unpleasant experiences. When we get angry or anxious, we might get flustered or red. My heart starts beating faster. We might feeling a little bit dizzy. This is one of the things that my clients experience a lot. You know, they might have stage fright or they have to have a presentation or they might feel really anxious. And all of a sudden, the body is responding in a certain way. And before you know it, the person gets even more conscious. Now people will actually know that I'm nervous and that makes us even more nervous or more angry and keeps kind of a loop going on. So I've been fascinating about this relationship between the body and the research that has been done around it. And in another episode, I talked about a way to use our body to calm our emotion and to self-regulate. And just a bit, a bit of a snapshot you know, if we're really hyper aroused, if we're really excited, we can bring ourselves down by just exhaling longer. So we can inhale for four seconds and exhale for six seconds because the a little bit of accumulation of carbon dioxide in the blood helps our body to calm down. And then the opposite is true. If we're really under-energized, we're feeling really low in energy or feeling more down, by breathing more intensely and bringing more oxygen in, we can actually shift, upshift our energy level. So we can breathe in and count to six and breathe out, count to four. I won't spoil it altogether and we'll put it down in the link. But for today, I want to talk about two research that has been fascinating and can give us some really amazing tips into our day-to-day experience. And one of them has to do with the facial feedback phenomenon. So interesting psychological research. We're really curious about, can our face really impact our mood and the lens with which we experience life? And the answer is yes. And they did that this cool experiment, and I've actually tried it with my psychology students. We do a lot of little experimentations that are fun in classrooms where you read a text And then you either on purpose frown as you read it, or you smile and really keep an open face and you did it as you read the text. In research, they do different groups and they don't quite know the purpose of it. And in order for people to keep smiling, they had like a pencil in between their teeth. So with that, absolutely, as you hold that pen or pencil between your teeth, your mouth is open, your face relaxes a bit more. And they were giving different cartoons to read and then great in terms of how funny they were. And lo and behold, the people that were holding the pen or the pencil that had to have their face more relaxed, they didn't know again that this is going to impact their emotion and the lens with which they will perceive that cartoons and rate them. But it came back that the group that did have the pen and the pencil were finding these cartoons more funny. Isn't that something that with our facial expression, we can actually impact our mood? And I've tried it for myself. So as I practice, after I realized a few decades ago that I have a tendency to frown and just conditioned, even if it did not really, was, even if it wasn't really my intention, as I practice more and more to have a more open and smiling face, I've noticed that it really benefited me. It helped me to have a more peaceful way of being. So it's good to know about this nugget and think about not so much faking it 
for the other people to think, oh, how happy he or she is or they are. But it's more about uh, impacting our own internal state so that we can be the best human beings that we want to be, actually. The other research that I want to bring that has been out for at least a decade now is the research of Dr. Amy Cuddy. And she talks about the posture, the body posture, holding like a winning kind of posture, you know, sitting straight and really open and feeling our power through our pose, that it actually changes our hormone levels. So we can have a posture more hover over and more like low kind of posture and energy, or we can really embody a more open posture and really feeling a sense of presence and the power. And that changes our hormone levels, which impacts our mood, which impacts the way we can face the world. Isn't that fascinating? Type in the chat if you have had any experience with the way your body might impact your emotions and the sense of embodied emotions. So what's the home take message, so to speak, and how can we use it in our day-to-day experience is that by regulating our bodies, by really taking care of, of our bodies and making sure we're fed and hydrated and we have a good posture, we actually can impact more than we think we are our emotions and our state of being. And especially sleep. I found that sleep as well, when we are rested, our nervous system feels calmer, our body feels calmer, and it's impacting our state of being, and especially on the emotional level. And when we are more self-regulated, when our bodies are more relaxed, Our emotions are going to be more relaxed, which will allow our cognition, our thoughts to be more sharp and focused and also taking in consideration all facets of our lives. And we can function more on a more optimal basis. And if you want to give it a try, what does it mean to fake it until you make it? Think about situation where you want to feel gratitude, but you might not feel gratitude. You can have a conversation with yourself, really get to know your feelings and why you might have certain unpleasant emotions. That's one aspect to this. And you might talk with someone, you might talk with a friend, with a mentor, with a counselor, your doctor. But in the same time, it's worth to cultivate a sense of well-being on an emotional level through the way we are experiencing our bodies. Christian, this will not be a surprise to you. Christians believe that Christ is incarnate God, it's God and human being. And it does make sense that changes at a body level will impact the spirit and vice versa, because there are one from a Christian perspective. So test out your facial expression and how that impacts your mood. Test out your posture and see how that impacts your mood. And also test how your regular state of being on a body level, you know, checking your needs on a body level, morning, midday, afternoon, and night, which is my renewal blueprint. This idea that we can regenerate and it's better to prevent than to actually deal with this later can really impact your state of being and see this interconnection body mind heart and soul and with that i leave you and thank you for all you do in the world and until next time i say goodbye for now